We are moms and everybody wants a piece of us. So how do we not lose ourselves when we are drowning in the needs of others? Hey mom, so welcome to the Life Unboxed blog podcast. And this is a place where we talk about all things momtrepreneur, from raising your kids to running a business, and the most important one, keeping your sanity. I am Jody the Mom from lifeunbox.blog, and this is the Momtrepreneur Life Coffee Chat. So we grab our coffee, and I have to say one of my new favorite mugs says Rebel Mom, and... Yes, I have the shirt as well. So anyway, so this is a place, I'll leave the links below. This is a place where we grab our coffee and we just chat. We talk about life as a mom, a homeschool mom, a mom entrepreneur, and everything in between because those topics cover a wide range of stuff. So before we get into the show, because we are going to talk about how to not lose yourself as a mom. So yeah, I'm kind of excited. I've been thinking a lot about this, so it's going to be a really good show. But I also want to talk about an interview that went live this week, and it's on YouTube and wherever you listen to podcasts. And it's a great way to make money from home as a mom. So I interviewed a mom who started her business at 12 weeks pregnant, and I thought she has such a great story. Like, really, there's no excuse for not starting your business. Um, but also, uh, she just gave a lot of practical advice for starting out because she's not that far down the road, but yet she is a booked out podcast manager. And so um, I'm, I'm excited to bring that interview to you. So it's definitely worth a listen. So go click down in the link below. You'll see it down there. Okay. And then more exciting news, a journal, I read books and I know things that just came out. And then I think, so I've been showing you my reading journals that I've made. So this one was kind of geared more towards teen girls, but I have to admit, I think it's my favorite one so far. So this one's for mom, this one's for bro, and then this one's for sis. So, and those can be purchased off Amazon. They are hardcovers, so, and they hold um, 75 books. Yeah, sorry, I couldn't remember how many I had in there for a minute. Um, they hold 75 books, so it's a great way to um, just support the show. You get something awesome, but because they're hardcover, it's a great keepsake as well. So, for down the road, even if you want to um, keep track of all the books they read through high school, it's a great way to do it, because I will show you. It's not like demanding what I have in here. It's kind of basic stuff, but it does take the reader beyond the story and to think deeper about the story. And of course, I have one for elementary as well, but I just didn't bring that one down. So they just came all, um, these two just came in the mail this week. So you are the first to see them live and in person. And then I made another one. Specifically, it's coffee chat related about pumpkin spice lattes. So I'm kind of excited about how that one turned out too. Okay, so let's 
get into the meat of our conversation. And that is how to not lose yourself as a mom. So I was really thinking through the question, like, what does it mean to, um, what does this really mean? And I wrote a ton of notes. I'll be looking down a lot because I think like when we hear a statement like that, as moms, we tend to react to it and nod our heads and think like, oh, totally. But we don't necessarily dig deep into what that actually looks like. It's kind of like one of those things where we know viscerally what they mean or what we're agreeing with, but we don't necessarily know how to formulate it into words. And usually, I've read in some books, like that's usually how um, the thinking, I don't know if it's the thinking process, I can't remember, but that's usually how like things work. We feel it first before we can actually put stuff into words. And so I needed to write it down because I think better when, um, I start writing things down. They help me. It helps me to figure out what I actually think about things or to even go deeper on the topic. But, um, okay. So let's start with What does it mean when you hear the phrase, don't lose yourself as a person or as a woman, um, as a mom, like, what does that mean? What does that look like? So there's a couple of things and all right, let's start with kind of what does that look like? So we're busy, right? I don't care if you have two kids or if you have six kids and what their age ranges are, motherhood is all about seasons changing and it doesn't mean that the seasons necessarily change that, um, bring rest. (laughs) They just bring like different kinds of busyness. Um, and it's okay. Like I have six kids. I'm constantly busy. Um, and it happens because the kids need us. Okay. They need mom. I remember, um, a friend of mine telling me, this is when we, we were friends when we were adults. I didn't know her when we were kids. And she had said, I know for a fact that the reason I stayed out of trouble during my middle school and high school years is because mom was there with milk and cookies when I got home from school. So no matter what the age, ages of our kids are, they need us. You kind of get a, a reprieve. I feel like, and I have six kids, two to 17, so out of all of my experience as a mom, I feel like there is a reprieve between like the ages of six and 12. It's not quite as busy. Um, you know, you're done with those things like potty training and getting them dressed and feeding them, you know, all those things that you had to do for them as a, when they were a baby or even a toddler. And so they're a lot more independent. You can talk to them more, but they haven't reached the teen years. And I'll be honest with you, like, I know what everyone says about it's teens being rebellious. And of course, they they still try to test the boundaries. But I love having teenagers in the house. I think they're great. I have a good relationship with my kids. Um, not a whole lot of drama going on. So and it could be because they are homeschooled. I will freely admit that that is probably plays a lot into it. Um, so but the so I can't say that the teen years are bad. The teen years are just busy 
because now they want to have a social life. And so I'm their social taxi. And so let's get some more coffee on that one. And so it's constantly a lot more happening as well. So, so there's that. So there's just, there's different seasons of momhood that kind of just give you a different kind of busyness. So not necessarily rest, (laughs) but just different types of busyness. Um, There are a lot of little things that kind of overwhelm our days. Um, And some not so little, like the two-year-old putting something in her mouth. And yeah, you can just imagine how that went. Um, So you have drama like that or... (laughs) um, just, okay, clean up your toys, put your toys away. Like how many times a day do you say that to your kids? Put your books away, clean up your desk, do, do this, like feed the dog. Things that you're like, I'm just tired of hearing myself say these things. So you have all of these little things, not necessarily big things, but little things that kind of pile up. And then sometimes I think it's the little things that wear us down the most because when it comes to like the big drama stuff, like our adrenaline kicks in, you know, all of our, we physically react and we're like ready to take on the world, but it's the constant like drip, drip, drip of every day saying the same things over and over again that just gets exhausting. So again, all this leads to being, so now you're mentally exhausted and you're physically exhausted because you've been running around as well. And then, because we're entrepreneurs, we have juggling clients, we have juggling kids, we have homeschooling. So there's so much that is just piled on. And I hope, I want to describe this because, I, number one, I want us to think, think through everything and to kind of feel it as well. But I'm not going to leave you without hope, okay? I... I'm not the type that's going to get on here, whine and complain, and then just leave you depressed. Okay, <laughs> that's just, it's not happening. This is not the place for that. Go someplace else if you just want drama. Because we're going to talk about the problem, we're going to think through the problem, and we're going to have practical solutions to walk away with when we're done. Okay, and that's what you get with my stuff is you're going, you always get practical applications and I may give you 10, not this time, um, or a couple and you pick one that you think will work and try it out. That's what that is. This is not necessarily prescriptive in the sense of 10, do these 10 steps in this sequence and you too can be like me. No, it's more of like, let's put all the ideas out there pick one that you, when you hear one and you're like, that I think I can do. That's the one you need to try. Okay. You ready? So we're going to end with hope. So in this list, this overwhelming list that we have as moms, I think we can start understanding how easy it is to lose ourselves in it. And what I mean is just kind of getting, uh, like lost in all the busyness of being a mom. Because I will say this, give it is okay to get meaning from being a mom. 
yeah, let's say this again. It's okay to get meaning from being a mom. I think so many times we have like two extremes. We're on one side. We have that's all that you ever can do is just to be a mom and total fulfillment should be in that. And then on the other side, it's like, don't get yourself, don't lose yourself in your kids. And so instead of getting wrapped up in your kids, get wrapped up in a career. So what I want to do is to bring balance to the force. Okay. We can marry those two. It's not easy, but your identity as a mom is never, ever, ever going to change. Once you've had that baby, uh, whether it's you've birthed that baby or it's come, that baby has come through adoption, you are a mom. And that is your part of your identity now. And it shouldn't necessarily be replaced with a career. So I've read a lot of books, as you know, and I hear your kids shouldn't be what you're all about. So in the next, very next breath, then they will say, so make it about a career. Make it about your job. What is more meaningful, like long-term? What is going to have more of an impact long-term? That's going to be your kids. Raising your kids, raising good humans is going to have a greater ripple effect than what any career you decide to choose. Now, am I saying you can't have a career? Absolutely not. I am a mom entrepreneur. I've started two businesses. One of them is very successful. The other one is growing. (laughs) But don't think that um, if you're too wrapped up in your kids that you shouldn't be and so you need to go find a career to be fulfilled. No. You are a mom. You wear a lot of hats. Your identity, no, it is not just a mom, but that is part of your identity that will never change. Because let me tell you this, your career, it can change. Yeah, it can. So if your whole identity is wrapped up in what you do, you're, and that changes, like layoff, someone doesn't buy, you know, the business folds, whatever, whatever it is. If that is where all of your identity is, then you will collapse once that identity is gone. Okay, so that was really deep and kind of a rabbit trail, but it's something that I've been thinking about. And so this is a chat where we kind of throw up our hair, but my hair is a little short for that, um, where we just talk. So let's go back to, so it's okay to be fulfilled as a mom, but we can't easily lose ourselves in as we drown in the needs of others. So how do we bring balance to the force? And the needs of others are not just our kids, especially if you have clients. They're the needs of your clients, the needs of your husband. Um, all of these all of these buckets want a piece of you. So how do you uh, kind of, I guess, take a step back or breathe for a minute? And I have a whole other show on this about taking a break, and I'll leave that link for you below. But so let's talk about, I'm looking at my notes here. Okay, so we're stepping back, and we're figuring out how to kind of 
We're throwing, no, this is what we're doing. We're throwing each other um, a life ring. Okay, that's what we're doing right now. Um, as we drown or kind of get bogged down in the needs of others, let's throw each other a life ring. Okay, so engage in things that you enjoy so that you can get recreation, solace, refreshment. And okay, no, I'm not talking about being a wine mommy. If you like that, good for you. Um, but I, I think there is a danger when that becomes the only solace. I will say that because I've seen the effects of that with my own eyes. Not with me, but with people around me. So you can get recreation, solace, and refreshment in other things. So how do you do this now? Because you, you want to be able to wind down so that you don't unravel. And that's really the big point of this little chat is how do we then keep from unraveling? Because there's a lot of people that depend on us. <laughs> so number one is to build it into your schedule. So I did another interview with a mom who is, was a complete introvert. And I will leave that for you below because it's definitely worth listening to. And so she talks about, um, she teaches other moms kind of how to de-stress their lives. And one of the big things she does is she's like, I have three hours to myself every afternoon. So whether they're doing rest time, because she has a wide range of kids, um, rest time or reading a book, whatever it is, I have three hours to myself to just unwind, read a book, go for a walk, um, all of these things that are for her so that she can replenish. So again, so she can wind down before she unravels. And I don't know if I can, if I'm made to build three hours into my schedule every day, although it sounds really nice, three hours of just like quiet time. Um, it does sound nice. So I'm not saying that, but I am saying there is a mom with five kids who does this every day. <laughs> so hats off to her. That is, I thought it was awesome. So however you decide to do that, build it into your schedule, put it in to your day. Even if it's just like 15 minutes of like me time and you hide. Um, and if you have babies, cause I understand like it's so hard when you just have to take them with you wherever you go. I understand. I remember cause my last baby was so much of a cling on. I just got to the point. I'm like, I just don't want to be touched anymore. Like, I, I feel like I'm almost getting claustrophobic because she was just constantly on me and I just needed to break from it. She wouldn't sleep in her bed. She had to sleep on someone. So eventually she would take my kids and so they would take her for nap times because you literally had to hold her the whole time. Um, and so they gave me some relief. So I know, like, moms, if you're in a season like that, um, you may not be able to find these spaces or the spaces may be very small, but that's okay because it's just a season that you're in. And I know it doesn't necessarily help when you're in that season, but it is just a season and it will change. I promise you <laughs> it will change. Um, okay. So 
talked about that. We talked about seasons. Um, you do need to make this like a top priority again because you need to wind down before you unravel, but it shouldn't be an obsession. That's the next one. Um, so again, I think with most moms, it's kind of like fitting it into the margins of our day. And, and that's okay. If you can just, if you can grab five minutes here or five minutes, um, you know, to eat your breakfast in the garage. So nobody will ask you to, for any of it. Um, done that or in the pantry that works too. That's okay. Just grab some time for yourself where you can find uh, refreshment, solace, and maybe even recreation. So this has gone on longer than my normal ones, but it's something that I really wanted to just talk about because I have myself, I have been in a very busy season. Uh, my son started working at a bakery and yes, that is, is as detrimental as it sounds because he does bring home free samples. Yeah. So <laughs> we won't talk about that, but you know, if you see me, you know, filling out my screen a little bit more, uh, <laughs> because he's in the bakery. And, um, so that has required me, that's dropped me into a busy season because I have to drop him off and pick him up, drop him off, pick him up, drop him off, pick him up, drop him off. And then he started college classes. And so that is just even helping him with like, okay, this is MLA format. This is what you have to do. This is where you can find it. This is, <laughs> and then again, of course, figuring out MLA format again. Um, so, and that's why, like, I wanted to talk about this because it has, for me, seemed like it's, it would be so easy to just kind of lose myself. So what I've done is started watching Bob Ross again. He's art therapy. If you're <laughs> seriously just watching Bob Ross, um, kind of trying to tap into my creative that I hold hostage. That's what my husband says. He goes, you have this inner creative that you've just held hostage for so long. And it's just dying to come out. So I'm trying to feed that inner creative because that's where I get recreation from. And if you go back, I think it was like two weeks ago, I talked about three statements that will change your life. And so I wanted to read it again, if I can find it. Um, and we'll end with this. So one of the statements was to pursue an activity at which you have no hope to become exceptional is to put aside the anxious need to use time well. Freedom to pursue the futile, to be bad at something without caring. So mom, this is my challenge to you. What can you do that brings you joy that you're really bad at, but you can do it without caring? For me, it is dabbling in art. And I will probably always be a dabbler. One day I will paint a Bob Ross. I will follow him. Right now I just watch him and be like, oh, that's so good. I wish I could do that. Um, so what can you do? What do you do to find recreation, solace, and refreshment that you're not very good at, but you can just pursue for the sake of the pursuit? And so that is a wrap 
for this Mompreneur Life Coffee Chat. And be sure to let me know in the comments below what do you do that you're bad at, but that you you can pursue, you can do a futile pursuit to bring you solace, refreshment, and recreation. So if you want more great mom entrepreneur content, be sure to like and subscribe and uh, wherever you're listening to podcast, leave a comment below and visit lifeunboxed.blog for more great mom entrepreneur content. And I will see you in the next show. Thank you.